Welcome to the very first Kingfisher podcast. We're really glad that you're with us and that you're listening with us today. My name is Eric Whitley, and I'm here with my wife, Bronwyn Whitley. Hey. And we're just really excited to, to get this started and to be with you and have some chats. I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be fun. So the, the purpose of this podcast is really to, to share some insights and our experiences and maybe a little bit of knowledge that we've gotten through the years to let you know a little bit about myself. I've been a pastor for close to 30 years. It's not quite 30 years now and have served both in the United States as well as Australia. But I haven't always been just like your average pastor who just preaches on Sundays and does that sort of stuff. I've had some really unique roles as, as a pastor and some really unique experiences, and that's uh, led me into uh, seeing God in unique ways. And I think uh, there'll be some stuff that we share that will hopefully encourage and excite people, and if nothing else, maybe uh, get get your curiosity going. So um, we, we just hope that it'll be a fun time as you listen along with us. Yeah, I think, you know, it's good for people to be able to hear some stories that they can relate to. I think there's going to be people out there that relate to what we're saying. And, um, you know, we've been married for almost 23 years now. Yeah, just Next a few month. more weeks, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to believe. that It's a long time. But, yeah, you've been involved in ministry that whole time. So um, with little breaks here and there, but for the most part. I was uh, thinking earlier, it, it's funny, it's almost like – our journey has been a series of God's sort of, and I don't mean it as strongly as this, but sort of shoving us into something that we were unprepared for, but that is his plan that then we grow through and learn about. Um, and it's just been these kind of godly little little pushes in our back to go, okay, I'm going to expose you to something new here. Yeah, And um, it sort of led us there. I mean, even to the point where this podcast and Kingfisher Ministries and all that kind of comes from a little shove of God where I probably wouldn't stepped into many of the things we'll talk about uh, on my own, but with God's uh, encouragement, I guess uh, we've really seen the fruit of that and, and seen what he's doing, and he's really blessed blessed us in so many ways and blessed a lot of, a lot of people as well. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. And some of the uh, times that God has led us in different directions have been painful and sometimes it's been exciting. And uh, there's been a lot of growing and learning along the way that has also been difficult at times to navigate because whenever we have to grow and change, that often involves um, pieces of us being shaved away or changed from the inside and, and that can be a difficult process to go through. Everybody hates change. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hates change. But it, it is one of the inevitabilities of life, I think. Is I'm one of those change. strange people that loves change. <laughs> but, um, but I don't like the process of changing from within. You know, the sanctification we talk about in Christian circles, it's very Christianese. But uh, being transformed by the renewing of our minds, you know, that's a hard process to go through. Everyone says that's what they want. And then when you're going through it, you're like, I don't like this so much. You definitely <laughs> embrace it a lot quicker than I do. Well, I've learned along the way, you know, it's less painful if you just say, God, what are you trying to do here? And let me change quickly. <laughs> so to tell you a little bit about ourselves, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. You might notice I have a different accent to Bron. She's from Murwillumba in New South Wales in Australia. And um, even, I think, us coming together and, and being a couple, that's a God thing as well. 
So we currently reside in Brisbane and uh, have lived here for quite a few years since about 2006. So it's been there's been a lot of uh, experiences through through our marriage and in this journey uh, of life, and it's been fun sometimes and really challenging, as we say. So you grew up in a Christian family, right? I, I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so, what was your journey towards what God had for you? Well. I think God's always kind of had his hand on my life. I gave my life to Jesus when I was five as part of a a kid's program at our church. And uh, then I was baptized when I was eight. And just, you know, I grew up kind of going to church multiple times a week. And I was never the kid that you had to force to go to church. I was the one really motivated to go and wanting to go. And when I was about 15, I, I felt like God was calling me into the ministry. And so I, I had uh, a conversation with my youth pastor at the time. And I'll share, actually, his advice, because uh, I've given this to, to a lot of people who have um, considered going into the ministry and are thinking about that and uh, maybe feel called to that, because it's a funny bit of advice, but it has been so true for me. He said, if there's anything in the world that you can do and be satisfied and happy, go do that. And if not be a pastor. (laughs) So it sounds kind of negative, but I've reflected on that, that statement many times through the years. And it's rung very true for me because there's been times of doubt and there's been times of hardship as a pastor that you, you start to go, am I really where I want to be and where I'm supposed to be? And you know, all this effort I'm putting in, maybe I could go do something else. (laughs) Could I do something else? You know, and I'm I'm a fairly smart guy and and informed guy. I could probably do a lot of different things, but every attempt that I've ever had at doing something outside of ministry has just never been fulfilling. It's never lasted more than probably about six months. You know, there's been those times in between ministry roles that that I would do a a secular job, but I just always wanted to be back in the church and, and ministering to people. And so it's given me, as negative as it sounds, it's actually, it was a really encouraging comment to me in retrospect, because it's helped me to just stay confident in that call in my life and where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So, you know, almost 30 years later, I'm still doing ministry. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that was a really good thing. So that was when I was about 15. I went off uh, to uni, and that's college at the University of Georgia, and I studied music. I thought I would always be working in music as a worship pastor or that sort of thing. Um, But there again, God kind of has shoved me in different directions. Um, (laughs) So uh, that was sort of the plan was to go study music, come out, be a worship pastor, which I have done. But then God has done other things. I think uh, maybe, maybe we could share the story one of the last places I served in the United States was in a, in a town called Covington, Georgia. And it's just a little rural town outside of Atlanta. And um, we were doing church planting. And if you've ever done church planting, it's a very labor-intensive uh, type of ministry because uh, you don't have a whole lot of resource, both financially or people. Um, we were meeting in a school hall, and there was only the senior pastor and me. And so I did the worship, and I did the youth, and pretty much anything else that needed to be done. And uh, it was just a, it was a good time of life, but a really challenging, I think, role. It was hard for me. That was a really hard time in my life. I, uh, I had moved from Australia to the United States, and I'd just graduated uni the day before we got married, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and a week later, I was living in the United States <laughs> with you. Yeah, there were some, definitely some whirlwind moments of just 
everything happens all at once, hey? And um, I, so I had actually struggled for a couple of years at that point, really, really had a hard time adjusting to life in a different country, away from family and friends and um, finding employment and friends and all those things were just really, really hard. And so we were attending this tiny little church in country Georgia and there weren't really any people my age at the church except for this one lady and she was married with a couple of kids and she and I became friends which was great because I like I said I didn't have anyone else that I was friends with in the church no one who was my age or I could relate to at all you know there's there's actually big cultural differences between Americans and Australians that's hard to kind of bridge that gap (laughs) yeah i've noticed australians really don't recognize that i think mainly because there's so much american tv they think we're all kind of the same but it's very different like i mean even though you kind of grew up in a rural part of australia on a farm and that kind of little little town going to a country town in georgia is a bit of a cultural shift eh? a huge cultural shift and so so this couple they they were new to the church they were new christians like Roman was saying there weren't a lot of people that were our age there and we hadn't had kids yet so we weren't into that family mode we were just kind of 20 somethings doing doing our thing and and working and serving at the church and this couple had uh, recently given their lives to Christ and started attending church and as I recall like the husband really sort of took a hold of it Mm. and was growing in his faith but I believe that that my friend the wife she Mm. had attended church her whole life okay yeah but she had only really been serious about it, as I recall, when they started attending. And what I remember is as the husband got closer to God, she sort of pushed back harder and harder the closer he got until it kind of came to a turning point. Well, I can fill in a little bit of the details there because she called me. Basically what happened was, the pa- do you remember The Passion of the Christ, that movie? I do, yeah. Yeah, well, they the whole church hired out the theatre and we all went to see the movie and it's such a touching movie. Like, it really makes an impact on you. And she called me and she said, you know, I went and saw this movie and I just couldn't deny it any longer that Jesus loved me and died for me. And so it really kind of pushed her to a breaking point of I have to make a decision about what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. Well, to make a long story short... There had been some witchcraft and other things in their past before they they became Christians, and uh, nothing of a real serious sort, but the enemy loves to find a foothold, and when he does, particularly when we participate in that kind of stuff, it often really gives him a lot of authority in, in your life. And so she started to have some demonic manifestations, almost to the point, honestly, I've We'll tell you more later, but I've done a lot of deliverance and seen a lot of demonic activity through the years. But some of her manifestations were some of the more significant ones that, that I've yeah. ever encountered. It well, all, her husband called and said she was levitating from the bed. Yeah, so she, her husband calls the pastor late one night going, what do I do? Because she is levitating off the bed. A little bit like Ghostbusters, if, if you've seen that movie. I mean, it, <laughs> it was... It, Pretty, pretty significant stuff. And so to give a little background, this is a Southern Baptist church. Southern Baptists tend to be cessationist. They tend not to dabble a whole lot in the supernatural or spiritual realms a whole lot. And so we were very unprepared for 
ministry to someone who was experiencing such uh, significant demonization. And so I just remember the senior pastor quickly got uh, got on the phone with us, and we started to fast and pray for a few days and set up an appointment to come and pray with her. And um, I think he found some stuff on the Internet. Um, this was early days of the Internet to sort of help help us to pray through some set some prayers. declarations. Declarations, and yeah. Verses and... Because we didn't, we really were raw, knew nothing about what what to do. Yeah. And so we went into that, and uh, we met, and we got there that night, and thankfully, as we always say, they lived way out in the country away from everybody, because it <laughs> became quite dramatic through that evening. It was loud. Yeah. So as we came in, we had a, a cup of coffee, and sat down to start to pray, and then it was off. Yes, she just started shaking and fell on the ground. So we were holding our drinks, sort of thinking, oh, okay, I guess we're getting started. (laughs) Pretty much. Okay, (laughs) it's done. (laughs) Again, to keep the story from being too long, uh, we spent that night just ministering to her, and there was a lot of really significant demonic manifestations. I mean, funny voices, speaking in demonic tongues. Lots of screaming. Lots of screaming. Um, and we weren't touching her, by the way. At no point did any of us actually touch her physically. Try to hold her down, or we didn't do anything like that. It was all just reading Bible verses, declarations, and us basically. Some of us just praying in the background, that sort of thing. And you know, it, it eventually came down to a point where someone had had really hurt her in the past, and when she was able to forgive that person. The demon just left. And this is after many hours of, of sort of fighting with this. This demon just up and leaves and is gone. Yeah, that was a really significant moment for me because I remember hearing her say, I forgive. And then the demon basically said to us, I'll be back. And then there was a screech and it was gone. And I remember thinking, wow, so all these things we've tried didn't work, but forgiveness was the key. That was that was the moment that sort of opened everything up for me to understand. Yeah, the power of forgiveness. And that's, I talk about forgiveness a lot. It's a big theme in my ministry and in my, in my life, which I'm sure if you listen to our podcast going forward, you're going to hear some stuff on forgiveness and the power of forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness. But uh, that was the key is when she was willing to forgive and sincerely forgive, the demonic lost all its power and had to leave. Um, it's interesting, it was many years later, obviously we've, if I fast forward, we've moved to Australia, lost contact with this couple, and I got, I think the husband found me, I, I, as I recall, on social media somehow, and just sent me a nice message just saying, just want to let you know, my whole family's still serving God, we're still doing well, and everything is, is good. It was just kind of like this update, you know, and... Um, it the funny was, thing was when we were leaving that night after it was over, <laughs> that he turns to the senior pastor and he says, you're not going to leave me here with her, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it was. We, and the pastor yeah. said, well, you should have been worried before. You're fine now. <laughs> True. It was so funny. But it, I, it was. It's still to this day probably one of the most dramatic experiences I've had in ministry. And what did you say to God after that? So the point of this whole story is after that, the next morning, I think it went very late in the night. We hadn't slept a whole lot, and I think we even had a church event the next day. So we're, we're out at this event, and I just remember kind of contemplating the night before. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to get that out of your mind. 
And I just said, God, I never, ever want to do that ever again. <laughs> I mean, it was like ever, 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 you know, want to do that again. But, and I threw in that but, I said, if you do bring someone to me who needs help, I'll do it. Now, that was a powerful prayer that I didn't realize was going to be so powerful at the time. <laughs> and so it was probably at least four or five years after that before I encountered another demon that way and, and did ministry with somebody. Yeah. But from that point on, and that was after we'd moved to Australia in 2006, after that point, God just started bringing people more and more and more to me for deliverance. And they just come out of the woodwork. They would just find me. Like these were not even people necessarily associated with our church. How they would get my number and find me and make an appointment, I don't know, but they would. And so then became this little shove of God into this new type of ministry. And at that point, I was a young adult pastor, so I was ministering to people in you know uni and, and starting out into work and all of that. And it got to a point where I was doing more deliverance ministry than I was you know planning activities and events and doing all the young adult <laughs> stuff because I was always ministering to somebody. And out of that... With our church um, here in Australia, it's a Baptist church as well, but in about 2009, they started to embrace the move of the Holy Spirit and investigate that, and we would have speakers from all, the, all over the world come in and teach on things that we just didn't really have experience with, and we started to see God move in supernatural, miraculous ways. We've seen people healed of all kinds of stuff. We have a, a good friend who, she had one ovary, that was completely dead, and then another one that wasn't functioning well, and she has x-rays of this, and she got prayed for, and they're both healed, they're, yeah, and they're incredible. functioning, and she has two beautiful daughters. And we have so many stories like that, where God has intervened and healed people, set people free, um, you know, Holy Spirit's really moving in our church and in, in, the, in his people, through his people, um, but it's funny that after that incident with our friend in America, uh, my reaction was quite different to yours. I said, that was awesome. I want to do that again. <laughs> like I say, you are quicker to embrace change than I am. Um, yeah, and I think you were always much more open to it. And, and I think I always have held it with, uh, I won't, I'm not a skeptic by, by far, but I'm always very measured in what I believe and what I practice and what I take on. It takes me time to sort of evaluate it and embrace it. Which is a really good thing. And, you know, God has brought people to you for ministry, not me. And, I, and I've reflected on that and at times and I've realised, I think, you know, there's a certain amount of caution that's needed in when you dive into the supernatural and into the spiritual realm. Certainly. And so much of it we, we don't understand. As, as much as I have studied and had experiences and whatever else, I'm the first to say, there's a lot of it I don't understand and can't explain and can't uh, replicate, of course, um, that it just becomes a, a move of God that you have to partner with mm. and by faith trust. Yeah, um, he has to lead the way. And lead the way. In and, and one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast is we want to talk about things like this and normalize it a little bit. But also Certainly. over the years, people will constantly bring those who are in need to you for prayer. And what we would say is all Christians are able to do this. All Christians are able to pray for people 
for deliverance, for healing, all of those things. And we want to equip people and, and train them and give them the skills and the, the understanding that they need so that they feel confident to go out and do these things. We're not anyone special, you know. We not just have tried to act in obedience. We've made plenty of mistakes and we've stumbled a lot along the way. But because we say, yes, God keeps bringing us people that need healing, and he will bring people that need healing into your life if you're willing and obedient to him as well. And so, you know, subscribe to the podcast, listen to what we're saying, and we'll try and give you tips and advice along the way. Certainly. You know, it's been a big transition for me to go from my experience growing up and, and where what I understood of God and all to where I'm at now. But what we often overlook is, is really the essential foundational talking bottom level Christianity is heal the sick, cast out demons. Some of, sometimes it says raise the dead. Yeah. I'm and, still looking for that one. That'll be great. <laughs> and preach the gospel. Yeah. And we always kind of lean on the preach the gospel part, but we go, oh, I don't know about the heal the sick, or I don't know about the cast out demons. And we certainly aren't trying to resurrect the dead. But yet that's the stuff that if we're walking with God, I think those start to be the fruit of our life that we will see those things. And really it's just been for us that we really love Jesus. We love God. We want to give our lives completely to him. And so all every step along the way, even when we're not sure about something, we'll say, you know, God, I don't really understand this or I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust you. I love you. I want more of you. Whatever it is you have for me, that's the direction I'm going. Yeah. Well, I think what I have found is when God does something new in your life, if he releases a new spiritual gift or you get a prophetic word that something you know new is in your life, I think many times people don't activate it and they sort of sit on it. Whereas I've always kind of been like, okay, God, you, you said that, for instance, I had uh, a prophetic person tell me that the word of knowledge gift was going to explode in my life. It was about to explode in my life. Well, within a week, I was given words of knowledge to multiple multiple people you know like it just mm. i just started i just went with it you know and and we'll talk more more about what words of knowledge and the prophetic are in future podcasts certainly <laughs> but um but you know i think it's stepping into that when god does something step into it and and don't be afraid walk with him and you know what sometimes it's a little weird it is a little weird and as you say we want to normalize some of the stuff because I do think it's not as weird as people see it to be. Well, God is supernatural. He's a spirit. That's right. He isn't He isn't in the natural. He's supernatural. And he doesn't function like you and I and see things like you and I. And, yeah, he definitely works in, in different ways. You know, the old saying, he works in mysterious ways. It, it certainly is that. Yeah. And I think that's what I mean by I don't always understand everything that he does, but I trust him and I try to be obedient to to step into that stuff. So I just encourage you, if God's spoken into your life or he's done something with you uh, that's new, step into it. Don't be afraid of it. If he's moving in your heart, don't be afraid of it. I can promise you that it's always going to be good. God never brings anything bad into our life. He is good. And uh, it'll stretch you. I won't lie. It's going to stretch you probably. But it, it becomes a just a really amazing thing. I guess to sort of end our story a little bit, from from there, we ended up moving here to Australia. I'm serving at a church here. I've already shared a little bit about how God started bringing people to me for deliverance. I ended up, uh, our church started a new ministry for inner healing. It was prayer, basically all prayer-based, prayer for 
physical healing, inner healing, deliverance. I also uh, was a part of beginning a prophetic ministry and, and look, hearing from God and, and leading the intercessors as well. And so God just put me in all these really fun, strange, weird places that were very much out of, like I had to learn, every, every one of them I came in just completely a rookie and fairly ignorant of what it, <laughs> it entailed. But then God would just, through experience and through obedience, to, would teach me how to, to walk these things out and, and to teach it to other people. That's uh, my heart. I, I love to equip and train and raise up people. Wherever you're at, I, I just want to lift you up onto my shoulders and further into what God's destiny and calling and purpose for your life is. And uh, so hopefully in these podcasts, we can say some things that do that for you in your life and encourage you, yeah. even, even if it's just a step forward, baby steps add exactly. up after a while. And so stay tuned, subscribe and like the podcast. Um, also, Eric has a book. Would you like to tell us about the book? Okay, I'll do the shameless plug. <laughs> um, so currently, we, I do have a book. It's called Armed. It's uh, Principles for Developing an Intercessory Prayer Team. And um, it's a kind of, a, I guess, a little testimonial and a little bit biographical on my experiences of having to lead and develop a intercessory prayer team. So the things that I learned, the mistakes I share very openly, the mistakes I made, and how to avoid those. Um, but half of it's supernatural and spiritual principles like authority about authority and partnering with God and that sort of thing. And then half of it's kind of leadership about how do you actually lead a group of people, really practical principles of leadership. It's great for people who are in in ministry who are wanting to develop these sorts of teams, but it's also good for anyone who just wants to know more about how to pray. Certainly, certainly. So you can pick that up at uh, most of your online booksellers uh, such as Amazon and other places. And I'll just say, I also have a new book coming out here very very soon, which is on prophetic ministry, and uh, it's called Hearing from Heaven. So uh, I'll tell you more about that in the future, but I'll just uh, let you know about that. Um, we're really glad that you joined us today, and I hope even in, in just our short story, um, maybe you'll be encouraged. Maybe you'll step out in faith today. Um, if nothing else, we just hope you enjoyed enjoyed listening and will join us again here in the future. Yeah, God be- bless. Yeah, this has been the King- Kingfisher Podcast with Eric Whitley and Bronwyn Whitley. Have a wonderful day.